more discussion of what makes social media useful and desirable as a participant. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by Factor. Visit factormeals.com slash macvoices50 and use the code macvoices50 to get 50% off. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. The Mac Voices Live panel had plenty of ideas and thoughts about what makes social media useful for them, and probably for you too. The surprising thing is that many of the upstart social networks are missing some of those key features. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. Brian and Eric have both thrown some comments in about the way they use social media uh, during travel. And guys, I, I've, I really want to hear from both of you on this because I, this surprises me a little bit. So, Eric, I'll let you start since you, were, I think, were the first one. Um, uh, being able to, to search a location. So, for instance, um, I went to Washington, D.C. earlier this year. And in the past, when I went somewhere, I'd go on Twitter and I'd say, oh, hey, what's going on in Washington, D.C.? Where should I visit? What should I see? And I was sort of avoiding Twitter at the moment so I, and trying Mastodon, so I thought I should give it a shot. And uh, it's not nearly, it wasn't nearly as wide ranging as Twitter. I didn't get nearly as many users, but there were some communities involved that posted pictures. If I went someplace and I took a picture and I posted it, I got um, interactions with people who are walking their dog in the same neighborhood or somebody who had a, a relative that was going to school staying in the neighborhood who could then say, oh, yeah, there's a market on Saturday and they're having a science fiction bookstore and stop by the booth that has the donuts at the end. That's the kind of interaction I wanted to have. Uh, and I, I missed that from Twitter. Um, I was able to get that experience in Washington, D.C. with Mastodon, but I can't get that experience absolutely everywhere I go. Um, being able to say, oh, there was a tornado in Iowa, what happened? And if it was, you know, within a couple hours, I could go on Twitter and I could get a video of the cars that were turned over, people giving reports of where they were and where they sought shelter and instant pictures and short videos and all the rest of it. Um, I get pieces of that on Mastodon. I'm not necessarily seeing that everywhere else. You know, some people go to Facebook for that too. Yeah. Once it has been more than a day, you can go on Google or any of the other search engines and then pull up reports from the news. But frequently, you want to know what's going on right this second. Yeah. And, and that's that's harder to find. Now I have to go in a couple yeah. different places to look for it. Um, it, it. You know, it's getting there and more, but that that was the big loss of Twitter is is having mm-hmm. enough people move that that that's no longer centralized but some groups like some of the wet weather forecasters admit it to mastodon and you can search for weather related stuff you can mm-hmm. search for things related to um frogs toads and insect identification that's pretty good right now um 
I would expect some of the other uh, um, other social media sites will pick up other communities as well. And and I think it doesn't totally matter if they're in a couple different communities, as long as they kind of group together so you have a place to go if you want faster feedback. Brian? I, mean, uh, I was thinking of a diff- maybe from a different angle. Uh, I was thinking when I when I travel, when I visit a place, sometimes I'll look at the um, the handle uh, for that particular town or city, uh, like their official uh, government uh, uh, handle, where they post things, you know, that may be more connected to the um, maybe the locals or maybe mm-hmm. talking about a particular event. Or oftentimes, too, they'll also post things related that are more of that at-the-moment type information. Maybe there's a particular highway closure. Maybe there's a particular um, road being closed for an event. You have to go a different pathway to get there. Things like that, I think, are, are really helpful to be able to find. Uh, you could visit you know, things like their Chamber of Commerce to find information about you know, businesses to go to and things of that nature. But, uh, yeah, just another great way to use that local information on social media. Yeah. I, and, oh, go ahead, Ben. Sorry. That This is the main reason I am still on Twitter slash X. Mm-hmm. I live in a place where severe weather, uh, whether it be both summer and winter kinds, uh, is not uncommon. Uh, the The sirens will be going off multiple times in the year. I need to be able to uh, get those weather reports from local sources and get them quickly. And a lot of the time, get them uh, crowdsourced. You're not seeing that with the alternatives. And I, I couldn't help but think during during Eric's comments about how Twitter used to be and the fact that we were all kind of innocent back then. And so we were sharing our locations and, and all of that, you know, happily. And now we've all become paranoid over who's tracking us and what they're learning about us by the tracking. And so I, because I, I mean, there used to be a time that you could turn on Twitter and say, who's around me. And it would tell you who was around you. Yeah. I mean, like physically who was around you. And I don't know if that feature still exists. I haven't really looked in X, but it just seemed like that whole that whole part of the sharing experience kind of went away when some of the darker sides of it reared, reared its head. Um, a little bit confusingly, Brittany Smith has joined us right at the end of the show. Brittany, it's good to have you. I'm so glad you did. Um, I'm, I'm <laughs> guessing I'm guessing you have something to say about some of this. I I actually just missed you guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that's a good line. That's a good line. <laughs> Seriously, Sorry. do you do you have any thoughts on on? I, I know you've been monitoring some of what we've been talking about because you've been in the in the Move chat it. room. Um, <laughs> <laughs> any any thoughts on on where this is all going? And we started out out talking about threads, but you know how things have developed and what is a minimum viable product. <laughs> I I just I I can't come on here without hearing about a new platform that I hadn't heard of before. <laughs> and, you haven't heard of Threads? And so, 
no, I have heard of threads, but, but it's, it's, it's bizarre that just there's so many people trying to fill this role, but Twitter hasn't been completely abandoned, but it's been abandoned by a lot of people. And it's, I think it's just going to be messy for a while and then something will settle out and it'll still be more than you want to actually check, but you know, fewer. And I just think it's going to be messy. Oh yeah. Yep. Well, if, at the risk of of shameless self-promotion, if you go back, um, I guess, today's Tuesday, a week ago yesterday, I did the the August update for Mac Voices, and I shared the results of the very unofficial uh, Mac Voices social <laughs> media survey. And it was very interesting to me to see how, how much that the big players are still there, Facebook and Twitter how much um, Mastodon has jumped in, where threads fell. Um, Discord and Slack were were neck and neck, which really surprised me. Um, because hmm. I, I I guess I don't necessarily think of Slack as a social media thing. I think of, of it more as a tool. Um, but there must there are people out there, I guess, with open Slacks that view it as a social media. But what really shocked me was Blue Sky and T2 were we're down at the very bottom by a lot. Hmm. And so, and, and we had not joined Spoutable yet, so that wasn't included. But, yes. um, you know, I, I like you said, Brittany, that they're, it, it's messy. It's messy. And nobody seems to have been able to recreate, for whatever reason, Twitter slash X. Yeah. It's kind of weird. I mean, it feels like Blue Sky and it feels like Blue Sky and T2 are the closest to it. But again, because we all joined Spoutable, it's like Spoutable has some some definite appeal to it. It's just that a lot of the major players are not there yet, if they ever come. So Matthew's been talking a lot here in the chat room, and I just need to catch up. He said, I know back in the day, in certain chat rooms or forums on, on I, or IRC, people would look um, after the room and maybe give people a temporary ban, but they could come back the next day or in an hour or so. And that's something else I wanted to mention, too, that it's it's one of, been one of my disappointments and why I've been sort of slowing down a little bit on Mastodon. I feel like the political commentary is starting there. And that was at least in my feeds, it was completely free of that for, for a while. And now that's creeping in and it's leaving a bad taste in my mouth. I mean that, and there tends to be certain niches that are more tolerant to other niches than others. Um, Elaborate on that, Ben. Um, it's uh, like some that um, basically, uh, well, for instance, the people who do not want to federate with uh, other ones like Threads or Blue Sky. Oh, okay. Okay. I see what you mean. Yeah, or people who have kind of shall we say uh platform wars 
viewpoints. I mean, with with the with the more corporate owned entities, you don't have a whole lot of that because it's in their best interests to keep it uh, as open as possible and bring in more users. But when you have the smaller, uh, basically community run servers, uh, they get to make the rules. And is that a bug or a feature? Um, so far, no oh. one has no. <laughs> yes. So far, no, no, no one has uh, not federated with uh, Blue Sky or Threads because Blue Sky and and Threads don't support federation yet. Mm -hmm. So you know we'll have to see if and when that ever happens. Um, I, you know, I don't know. There's stuff on. You know, I mean, the same thing on Twitter, there would be waves of things like, oh, this is annoying. But, you know, what else is new? At least there's, you know, there's no annoying ads. There's no. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I think. Um, that could also be a bug or a feature. <laughs> I think it's mostly <laughs> a feature. So, <clears throat> pardon me. So. I'll point to, to to Ben and Eric because maybe you two are the most experienced across the the federated Fediverse. But are there really that many differences between the servers as far as the, the local rules go? There can be, definitely, really. But can, but but it, I mean, it they they post what the rules are up front. Yeah. You know, and uh, you go to the server to the about page, it'll have a list of rules. There'll be a couple servers where there's like two rules, you know, don't be objectionable and, mm -hmm. and you know, good luck. Or there'll be a really long list and it kind of depends on past experience. And, you know, the a lot of the good sites have more than one person helping to maintain them. And the mm -hmm. reason that works is because there's a set of rules and guidances and they follow it. Um, certain servers are very, very, I don't want to say draconian, but it's close to that. Uh, we have these rules, we're going to follow them. And if you don't want to follow it, you know, that's it. You're, you know, you yeah. can leave. Um, others yeah. are very, very, very tolerant. So it's, it's sort of a matter of kind of finding the one that works. Now, the one thing I do like about Mastodon is almost everything has hashtags. And you can use mm -hmm. hashtags to search to watch things. You can also use hashtags to filter to avoid things. So, for instance, mm -hmm. if you don't want any politics or you don't want to see anything from particular people, you look for those hashtags. You say, I never want to see anything with those hashtags. And it mm -hmm. just vaporizes from your feed and then you don't have to see it. Now, that being said, if you're on a server that only talks about those things, it could be a very quiet server after that. So, uh, yeah, but being able to go through and, and, you know, I talked about aggregators before, people who mm -hmm. follow a bunch of people and then repost certain things based on whatever their interest is, mm -hmm. you know, finding one or two people that have an interest you're interested in and 
also avoid some of the other stuff. You can follow one person, have your entire feed filled with cat pictures and never see anything else. So it really kind of depends on how you pick who you follow and what hashtags you follow. And, you know, I, I'd like to see on, a, a, on, on the other platforms that are out there kind of a similar way to sort of pick and choose and filter. And some of them, they won't do that because that's not how they function. Others, mm -hmm. there's just not a mechanism, mechanism to do it yet. Yep. Um, the one thing I would really like to see in Mastodon and other federated ones is the ability to not only move your followers, but your entire posts. Because if you pick wrong, you basically have to start over from your posts. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, <clears throat> there's a big technical problem like about with that, in that each post has a URL, mm -hmm. and if it, part of the URL is the host that it was originally posted on, mm -hmm. so if you were to move it to another host. You know, how, how can you do that without changing the URL? Today's Mac Voices is supported by Factor. Visit factor.com slash macvoices50 to get 50% off. With the busy fall season already in swing, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You will save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Adjust your stride this autumn without missing a step. Choose from over 34 weekly flavor-packed, fresh, never-frozen meals, ready to eat in just two minutes. And you can level up with Gourmet Plus options, prepared to perfection by chefs and ready to eat in record time. Treat yourself to upscale meals with premium ingredients like broccolini, leeks, truffle butter, and asparagus. This September, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered right to your door. Ready in just two minutes, no prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com slash macvoices50 and use the code macvoices50 to get 50% off. That's code MacVoices50 at factormeals.com slash MacVoices50 to get 50% off. Thanks to Factor for supporting MacVoices. Well, points. This, this would seem to <laughs> the, the answer yeah. is you can't. You know, and, and yeah. what you can do, you know, if as long as that server doesn't actually go away, your posts don't go away. You know, and, you know, it, it, your feed will point back to the previous one. So I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. And, you know, also, you know, most of the bigger, bigger feeds, um, you know, you're not going to pick bigger hosts. You're not, you're not going to want to move anyway. Um, one thing I'm wondering, Eric, and, and maybe anybody else here, do you ever look at the local feed for in, in our case, techhub.social, I, I never do. I, mm. I, I never, ever look at the local feed for the server I'm on. So um, it doesn't really make any difference to me what's you know going on there. Um, I just see people I follow. 
And there's not a lot of users on Tech Hub Social either versus Mastodon.cloud or Mastodon.social. Uh, there's still thousands, I think, aren't there? Mm, I don't think so. This just points to the, the idiosyncrasies we all have about the way we each use social media. I mean, I, I would I, I would never have thought of using it the way that Eric and and, uh, and Brian were talking about. I would go to Google for that. I would never even think about putting up something something um, or looking for something on social media about if I'm going to Massachusetts, let's say Salem, Massachusetts, for no good reason. If I'm going to Salem, I would never think about searching any of the social medias for Salem. You know, if I knew of a particular attraction or something I was going there for, I might look that up. But I, it just would never occur to me. So that I just learned something about, you know, a way maybe I could be using some of the social medias. So, sorry, I was thinking about um, uh, Patrice's uh, uh, Mastodon instance. So yeah, you're right. That that's the yours does have a lot. Yeah, she's a, we have she's we have a like pretty four good follow. ours. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, we've gone over time quite a bit, but I didn't want to cut this this discussion off because I feel like it's it's been a good one. Um, I don't know that we have any answers to any of this, except that, folks, you should be out there exploring, exploring the capabilities and listening to things like this and finding out new ways to use what's out there because there are a lot of them out there. And just because they may not be large, uh, you know, that doesn't mean they aren't a place that maybe you want to adopt. And I'm I'm specifically thinking of micro.blog that we did not enter into the discussion tonight, but they've got a nice little community going that you know is is sort of just there. It's very welcoming. You can do what you want there, but um, it just sort of has its own vibe. So check them all out to see what fits you. So let's go around the horn, find out uh, where folks can find you when you're not here discussing social medias, because that means we're going to be finding you elsewhere on social media. Um, so we're just going to keep the same order. Uh, David Ginsburg, thanks so much for everything. Uh, where are the many, many social media places folks can connect with you? Oh, there's I've, I've added them up a really long list now at this point. But uh, you can find me at InTouchWithIOS at InTouchWithIOS.com. YouTube channel is YouTube.com slash InTouchWithIOS. I'm on the Mac show on Fridays uh, with many of you on this panel. And um, I'm on DaveG65 and most uh, uh, Spotable and uh, Blue Sky and T2 and uh, Mastodon, of course, and many others. But you can find me. Thank you, David. Good to have you. you. Yeah, thank you. Jim Ray. What's the best way for people to connect with you uh, socially? Uh, social media, it's definitely ProViewGem at techhub.social. P-R-O-V-U-E, not V-I-E-W. Great. And Thank you, Jim. I, ha I have a couple others, but I don't reliably check them. Hmm. The only man with the tie tonight, Mr. Brian Flanagan Arthurs. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here and for uh, for educating me on a new way to use social media. Where can folks connect with you? Well, thank you so much. Appreciate you having me. Uh, a few places to find me. Uh, the most um, most often checked is uh, Mastodon. So Mastodon, Brian8944 at mastodon.cloud. Uh, also on X, 
uh, Spoutable and Blue Sky, all those at Brian8944. Great. Thanks so much, Brian. Appreciate it. Thank you. The man in front of the quilt, Webb Bixby. Webb, thank you for uh, for digging into some of the financial discussions of that part of the show tonight. Where can folks connect with you? Uh, thank you, Jake. You know, I was looking at this. I'm on seven different platforms, and I study hardly any of them. But uh, between Twitter, Twitter and Facebook, or excuse me, X and Facebook and Mastodon and Blue Sky and Instagram and Threads and, of course, LinkedIn, they're all some form of Web Bixby. So uh, sometimes there's a space in the name, sometimes there's not. So, but uh, that's where you can find me. So primarily, probably Twitter. Okay, great. Thank you, Webb, as always. Eric Bolden, thank thank you to you and your grapes. You too have educated me with uh, new ways to use some of the social media. Where can folks connect with you so you can educate them? Primarily uh, at uh, EA Bolden at techhub.social. Um, occasionally, you can find me on Mastodon in the hashtag Mazemani. Spelled Great. just like it sounds. Great. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Ben Rathig, I, 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 you live in a virtual world uh, here on the show. So, which virtual world should folks find you in online? Well, you can find me at Ben Rathig on the menagerie of social networks that have pretty much become a fifth verse to I've been everywhere. Uh, you can also find you, you can also find me on my website rithic.tech, where I have a brand new uh, uh, article up on USB-C. Uh, Thursday nights, you can find me on Mr. Dave Ginsburg's In Touch with iOS, and Thursday and uh, Thursday afternoon, depending on what uh, continent you're you're on, you can find me on the Big Show. And Friday uh, mornings, you can find me on the Mac show on the British Tech Network. Thank you, Ben. Good to have you as and always. also here. And here. Yeah, here. Of course, here. Last but absolutely not least, because she missed us, Brittany Smith. <laughs> Britt, I'm so glad you made it for even part of the discussion. It's always a pleasure. <laughs> um, where, where should oh, folks Thanks for letting me be all loosey-goosey. Hey, that's hey, <laughs> That's what these shows are about, is having a little fun and maybe sharing a little intelligence. Where, uh, where should once folks in a while. with you? Yeah, once in a while. <laughs> ADD, I mean, for me, ADD Liberator, many places, uh, not all of them, though. Um, uh, YouTube and, and TikTok and, sure, X and uh, Mastodon, but pdx.social. And, and recently on In Touch with iOS, which was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Um, and and yeah, occasionally here, but probably not next week. The, the Big um, Apple show you're not going to be here for? I'm watching my nephew. We'll bring him along. <laughs> I, I don't know how many 10-year-olds want to talk about uh, the new iPhone, um, but you know. <laughs> well, if, if, he, just, I mean, if he decides uh, he would like to hear about it, you know, bring him along. We, we if he wants to go watch Gen TV, I'll welcome Okay, I'll, but he probably will be in school for the actual announcement. 
and I'll be getting in about the time you guys start. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, it's it's a mess. If the only place of those socials I I actually like post random thoughts is actually Mastodon. If I have like a silly nerdy thought, I'm gonna post to my silly nerdy people. That's where I'm gonna do it. It doesn't happen that often, but that's where I would do it. <laughs> you said your nephew's ten. Mm-hmm. Well, Jeff will be here next week, so they'll be able to relate. <laughs> Perfect. I'm sorry. Perfect. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jeff. We love you, but I couldn't help it. Oh, um, my gosh. That was great. <laughs> Folks, I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices. We do this every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are. I just mentioned that, though, we will be doing that exact time slot next week, which just happens to be a few hours after Apple's big announcements. So join us here and you'll hear what we think of what will what actually happened instead of just the speculation. You can find me as at Chuck Joyner on pretty much all the social networks we've been talking about and a few that never made made it onto the show tonight. <laughs> um, so please, by all means, connect away. With that, we will see you next Tuesday night. Thanks for watching. Visit MacVoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with MacVoices magazine free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.